welcome to my first time in marriage podcast. I'm Javier. I'm Shannon. And I can't ask you how you are, so let me ask you another question. How's the weather, Shannon? Why don't you tell us how you are, Javier? <laughs> Before we came on, Shan said I can't ask her how she is because it puts her on the spot. No, because you always ask me how I am. And I'm the same as I was. So tell me a little bit ago. about why, why, that's, why that's a bad thing. It's not. It's just that I don't have a good answer. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have a good answer? Because it's a dumb question. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, didn't mean it's a dumb question. I just. Mean, how is no, asking no, no, no. your spouse can how I? they are a dumb okay. question? That is what we tell other couples that they need to Hot. ask one another. Pookie. I'm, okay, so we're going to start off this way. Yes. <laughs> what I meant was that's how you start every podcast, and I don't particularly enjoy it. <laughs> so I didn't want you to ask me. So how are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't start it that way. We're a no, few min- we're no. about a you know a minute or so in. You, so you tell us how you are because when I kissed you good morning, you seemed a little pensive. Not yourself today. You're in a. You're in a. You're in a. No, I'm not. He's maybe saying. not a dark hole, but maybe it's a little gray. I I don't know. You're just it's a little hole. You're you're just not yourself this morning. I could tell that. No, sure. there are, there are days where we have menopause, and I just I get yeah pensive, and I just thinking through, and yeah, I think sometimes I'm thinking through. Maybe we'll talk about the next podcast, like you know, like the what if and the things that need to be done, and the weight and responsibility as husbands. Maybe husbands feel that as well. Why don't we talk about it today? We can talk about it. Okay. You said you want to talk about something different. I'll so talk about we'll talk it on po- the next one. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, we are, we, well, let's give them an update. So the marriage lab is currently in Oregon. In Oregon. And uh, we'll be in the Oregon area for about a, a month or so, a couple of different spots. And, yeah, so excited about that. And if you're, follow us, connect, we'd love to connect with you. So let us know where you're at. And, uh, yeah. So, why don't we unpack? This weekend, we got to go do something fun, no? We did. We got to go. Oh, it wasn't fun for you. No, I recognize that. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. <laughs> it gets really silent. Okay, it wasn't that it was fun. It was beautiful. I, I just... Um, it just is constant conflict between what I love to do outdoors and you don't like to do. That is not true. Javier, <laughs> suck the words that is back true. in your mouth. No, I have enjoyed everything that we've done. Yes. I post pictures of it all the time. Yes. What I didn't like was it was a really, really bad physical day for me. It was oh. just, it was my time of the month and it was really bad. And you did not communicate to me what the day in, entailed. And you're usually pretty good about that. So once we got in the car and we were already driving, you're like, oh, by the way, this is an hour and a half away. I was like, uh, well, I thought it was shorter. I mixed it up with another. So place that we I was wanted like, to go, well, but... then I would have prepared. I would have packed us a lunch. And... Yeah, you got to understand with Shannon, we had to bring snacks. <laughs> like everywhere, there has to be plenty of snacks because someone's going to be in the woods and be hangry. <laughs> and it's not a bear growling. It's a Shannon. Okay. And so you had to bring snacks. And so I believe I mentioned bring snacks, okay, bring some food. You, you packed a bag, and <laughs> all you packed was a bag of potato chips and um, raisins. <laughs> no, they weren't raisins. It was dried mango. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, we couldn't make lunch out of it. But and, we, and they state parks. 
They don't sell. They we sell were in the national of, park. They sell a bunch anyway, of crap. So we went to Mount Rainier to do some hiking and that kind of fun stuff. So yeah, and we also said this would be a short day and we would get back home. Well, we didn't roll home. No, it was a long day. And and it was, it, yeah. So I was a little cranky. That's one thing about us is we actually like to have kind of. I don't know if we go out not be all day. Want to be able to have still a little bit of the afternoon and enjoy and but you know sometimes you know well we that stay can't longer, happen if so. if our round trip's a three hour drive. Oh um, sweet Moses! Okay, so we're moving on. <laughs> uh, so glad that each and every one of you are with us. Apparently, we just dove right in today. Um, we missed last week. Um, we apologize for that. I had a little bit of a break um, just because of travel and all that. So, um, but we will keep things going here and. What were we? You mentioned something. You were, you wanted, you were unpacking your um, your pensive feelings today. No, it's not pensive feelings. I just think as no, you're pensive. there's there's a the, yeah. It's just the the, and I think most men can relate to it. Um, it's the the weight and the responsibility of just being a husband and working to provide and care for things and lead well, and you know your desires will want to fulfill what is our wife's greatest desire for safety to know they're taken care of and provided for. And there's a lot of weight and responsibility that comes with that. Can I ask you a question? That can be hard. Do you talk to other men and do they feel the same weight you do? Oh yeah. They all feel the same way. They do? Yeah. I mean, everybody handles it differently, but I believe most men handle it. I mean, most men do feel the weight of that and the responsibility of it. I mean, I'm sure there are men who maybe they're oblivious to it and and don't recognize yeah. that, you know, they're like, well, this just is what it is. And there's no, but I think it, at the end of the day, laying in bed, staring at a dark ceiling, I think every man has those moments of, you know, am, am I enough? Am I doing enough? Do, can I, do I have what it takes? Or, you know, am I making the right choice and decisions? Am I leading well? Yeah. I'm not saying I had all those thoughts last night. I'm just saying oh, wow. in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you... Uh, I think it's hard as wives to fully understand the weight that a husband feels. Just like you don't understand the things that we deal with as females. So can you unpack that more of like... So that the wives, the women who are listening you can kind of give them an inside look as to what what it feels like and um how how do we best support you how do what 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 makes what makes those feelings better from your wife like i don't know if there's anything i do or say i just know when you're in your pensive moments yeah. i can tell so my um so a good friend of ours um very good friend of ours and we're going to have him on the podcast here soon. I we actually had a date booked and then we had to change it so we're going to do that. But he just came out with a book called Better Man Better Marriage. Mm -hmm. And um his second book and it's one that I highly highly recommend. So if you're listening to this um whether you're a spouse you want to get it if you're a hubby or your guy listening to this Better Man Better uh, Marriage by Jeff Borkowski. And um highly recommend it. And he actually talks about in, you know, in the book about like what we go through in our minds as men and what we process and what we, um, the story we're telling ourselves, the narrative we're telling ourselves 
um, oftentimes is, you know, we, we play it out and you may not even be thinking that. Yeah. Like you may not be thinking that of us, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going down that path because of maybe something you said or something, you know, um, in this case, if you're listening, something your spouse has said or done and you go down that path. Well, I'm just, I just, I'm not done. I've done well in this area. I don't mm-hmm. have what it takes in this area or I'm not a good provider or I am uh, not leading us well. Mm-hmm. And I think we're navigating because we're in the middle of a season of transition. Like what's next Yeah, and where we're going. And not just, I mean, because we're in the marriage lab and we're doing this work, but there's also this point of, okay, what's next? What's that next season? And um, is the marriage lab going to be on the road, you know, in 24-7 marriage for, you know, the next year or for less? So there's all these questions and all these things that go through. And so, and I can absolutely tend to be hard on myself. Oh, yeah. It's like a spiritual gift for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I know how to be hard on myself. So I would say for, for men, I think we, we tend, I don't know if we over-process, but we overanalyze and, um, and some of us can get stuck in a cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then at the same time, like we have to be able to pull ourselves up. We have to be able to be in the say like, well, this won't be my story and my narrative. Like it's going to shift. It's going to change. And here's what I need to do and be able to begin to work on those things and make those changes and make those shifts. Yeah. That's, it's deep. It's deep and wide. And <laughs> the, I think that the, um, Shannon 1.0, when I refer back to early days of marriage, um, I could have really come at you hard if you were being pensive or having a hard day um, and not be sensitive to where you were at. And I think that there's a lot of wives that are listening where they probably recognize some of the things we're saying in their own spouse, and yet they're... um, they might go on the attack and just be like, what's wrong with you? Snap out of it. Like, I don't know why you're worried about that. I don't know why you're thinking about that. And in 30 years, I've learned so much about what what it is that you carry as a husband and as a man, um, but I'll never fully understand. Do you know what I mean? Even in the next 30 years, and I'll have 60 years I still won't fully understand. I learn and I observe you and I glean from you and I listen um, to understand what you're sharing. And I'm taking it all in and I know so much more, but then there's still that part that I'll never fully know. Just like you'll never fully know what it feels like to be a wife and a mom. No, and that's why I think the the importance of having people in your lives and having others that you're able to download. And and at times for guys too, it's like, I mean, it's just different. Like guys don't tend to go and let's go have a weekend together and we'll talk and we'll sit and we'll um, sit in the spa together and we'll have these great conversations. Like guys are going to connect over different things, right? They're going to go golf or they're going to go shoot something or they're going to go fish or they're going to sit around the fire pit. You know, I think it's important for guys to talk to communicate, to be open and vulnerable with one another. And our society has told men that you don't do that. That masculine men don't do that. And that's just Well, let's bring 100%. masculinity back. No, that's 100% incorrect, right? Because a, a, 
a person who is reflecting the image in Christ and a person who, if we're going to talk about biblical masculinity, like that is being vulnerable. It is being humble. It is being loving and caring and gentle and kind. Um, it's not soft. It's not weak. It's actually but, strong. But but men actually yeah. need to learn what it means because within, within every single man is a little boy who's just crying out for help and wanting, you know, others and to be seen. And listen, it's surprising you see these guys who look like they have it together. And like, you know, I guess the perspective we would have they have it together is just from the outside, right? But then they're inside, they're dying inside, or they question their value, their worth. They're not that confident, right? You'd think, oh my gosh, they're incredibly confident. Um, and so men constantly do that. And so, but I think also like as men, we have to learn to invite our wives into that. Like, hey, can I share something with you? Or can I process this with you instead of being silent? And, there's and a most lot, men will get silent. I know because there's a lot of women who don't know how to nurture that. Um, I kind of like to explain it this way. It's if, if I gave you a sugar cookie heart and put it in your hands, that represents your husband's, his heart. And our job is to protect it. And f so often women tend to strangle and crumble it to pieces. And um, that's where men typically shut down and they don't want to open up and they don't want to, communicate their feelings because they feel vulnerable. And if they're going to get attacked, then they're not going to open up. Yeah. Like, why do you feel that way? You shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. Um, so, but silence also from the guy is not healthy. Yeah. Right. Because when we're, and I can't remember if Jeff in this book said this, but, it, but silence, it basically speaks so much like to your to your wife, men, if you're silent about what you're going through or what you're feeling or the season of life that you're in, like that silence is translated much differently to her. Like it could be what's wrong with me and why won't he talk or why won't he engage? You know, I'm not good enough or I'm not like it could ultimately cause them right to question so much. Am I wrong or mm -hmm. right? So it can actually... Mm -hmm. Because your wife, that silence does not bring you together. Yeah. Right. But asking questions and, and inviting them in, like that can change things. I, I mean, for them and for you. Yeah. And I want to challenge wives right now that if your husband opens up and shares with you and he's vulnerable and he maybe is emotional or he shares things that you thought he never struggled with. Do not judge him. Do not put him before a court and pretend like you have a gavel in your hand. Um, so many times I'm around women and I hear women and they shame their husbands because of things they feel, things that they think, things that they're going through. And that's not what we're called to do as wives. We are called to protect and nurture our husband's heart and him being vulnerable with you is a actually a sign of strength. It is not weakness. Um, and we are called to protect that. So I want to challenge wives if you're listening. Well, how do they practically do that? Well, it comes down to when your spouse shares with you what your body language is saying. 
and what your words are saying. Are you eye rolling? I love what Jordan Peterson just said um, in a in a reel I just watched of him. He said, I, I can always tell when a couple's headed for divorce because the moment they sit down in front of me, she eye rolls. And what that signaling is, I'm throwing you up in the air and I'm throwing you down in the trash. And what our body language communicates to our oh, husbands. That's a big eye roll to do that. I know. It's, wow. But he says it's the number one sign of contempt and that people Beginning are, of contempt, yeah. yeah. So what is our body language saying when our husband's sharing with us? Even if you've heard this maybe 10 times, maybe 100 times. So what is our body language saying to our spouse? Are they do they feel welcomed in? Do they feel oh do they feel that you're a safe place for them? Or they're not going to open up. And listen, men have trouble opening up anyway. So if they're not opening up to you, they're not opening up to anybody. So you need to be that safe space. Well, I don't I would I would disagree with you because there are men who will talk to others but they don't want to talk to their wife because they don't feel their Ex- wife is exactly. a safe place. So but then they could be going will, to an unsafe place that might not give them the good information well, correct. and support if they them. Don't, well, no, it's absolutely true that it, sometimes there are men who if they don't feel they can come to their wife to be open to be vulnerable and some it may not be because of what their wife has done or said. Mm-hmm. They feel like I'll let her down and mm. you know, she'll think differently of me or view mm-hmm. me differently and I need to preserve how she sees me now. So I'm gonna go somewhere else and, and, and you know, whether it's a, a friend, a buddy, or they might go to another female, right? Sometimes confide in somebody at work and all of a sudden now they find themselves confiding in somebody that is not their spouse and it becomes very healthy or emotional uh, unhealthy. attachment, unhealthy. Yeah. And and then some don't go to their spouse because in the past they shared something like, well, why would you feel that way? Exactly. Well, that's dumb. Yes. Like, why would you, why, why, why would you have those feelings? Yes. And well, no, yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like you, that's you need to get help with that. Yeah. That's dumb. That's stupid. Yeah. And that's just going to cause a man just to shut down and yeah. to not want to share with you. If you get frustrated as opposed to listening, hearing how you can come alongside you know, and it goes both ways. Like, I mean, the, the wife needs to feel that she can be safe coming to her husband, sharing things, and he just listens and understands and doesn't take it personally. Like, yeah. it's very easy for me to do if Shannon says something and it's like, well, I guess I'm not doing good at that or I'm not doing good at this. And it's very easy for me to go down that path. Yeah. The other thing that I would encourage wives to do is if you've been in that place where you've maybe attacked your husband or should it on them, is to go to your spouse and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I reacted that way. I want to be a place where you feel safe to come and talk to me and share your feelings with me and be open and vulnerable and not feel judged. The other thing is, as moms, and I think husbands do this as we both do this, is that we like to fix things. So your husband might share something with you and you might have a solution this isn't the time that you're trying to solve it. Yeah. Um, he just wants to be heard and he wants to know that his wife is there to listen and to to love him regardless, yeah. unconditionally. Yeah. Well, if there's any fixing that needs to be done, it should be done at the very end. I mean, you should be there listening, available. Um, and if anything needs to shift or change, like that can happen. But 
but it's not going to happen. It's time. not well. It's not going to happen if you know, especially right away, if you come with a solution. Because again, your spouse is not going to feel heard and understood. Yeah. And, so, and how many times, Javier, do I tell you when I come to you? I'm like, I want, I need to tell you something, but I don't need you to fix it because you tend to put on Pastor Javier's. No, hat. but I have answers for you. Oh. I've got things that will help you so, out. Okay. So yeah. thank you so much. You're for that. welcome. <laughs> I got the answer for you, and if you just listen, then you won't have to go through that. Hello, Javier. I'm gonna <laughs> smack you. So I, I think, yeah, if you're a guy listening to this, um, this is a deeper subject, probably to, to definitely we could spend time unpacking more. Maybe we'll do that when we have um, Jeff on the podcast um, with guys and just kind of digging more into these areas. As men, I just encourage you, you know, if anything is going on, um, remaining remaining silence is not going to help you. No. Um, you know, and even if you need to process that with a, a good friend that's a confidant, somebody you can trust who's going to tell you the truth, who's going to hold you accountable, who is not going to just, you know, tell you, oh, yeah, you know, you should just leave her. You should just, you know, you don't have to deal with that stuff. But it's going to challenge you. They're going to ask you the hard questions. Um I would encourage you to find that person in your life and be and, and if you need to process there and then go to your wife, do that, but don't be silent. Yeah. And because again, that silence is not healthy. And on the other end of it, like what you are thinking and processing, you're we're and if you're not telling your wife, she's making up a narrative in her head of oh, yeah. what could be wrong. Yeah. Of what could be happening or he's not faithful or he's talking to somebody else or he's not happy with me or yeah. he's so, so like, here's my all of a sudden yeah. it feeds it feeds their mm-hmm. insecurities and wounds and brokenness because you're silent. It has nothing to do with any of those things, but that's how it's being interpreted on her end because that's the attack coming that's really at her. Good. So that's really good. Here's my last challenge before we wrap this up to women. You have the ability to create an environment in your home where your husband feels open and vulnerable. So you set the environment, you set the tone, and you can create that. So do that. Think about what that would be like. What it? What do I need to change and shift in mm-hmm. me? How do I need to come to my husband so that he feels open enough to want to talk to me? Baby steps, yeah. but you control the environment in your home, women. Well, it's definitely both too, right? Because like the man has to be able to create that safe space for her too. Mm-hmm. So works both ways. As we appreciate you all. Um, if you haven't done it yet, I'm assuming all of you have done it. Share this podcast with others, please. We'd love to increase our following, have more impact, and, and reach more couples. Um, rate and review us on wherever you're listening to this podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Grateful for you. And always remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.